Welcome to the Broadcast Dialogue podcast, the show all about the media industry in Canada. Welcome to Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. I'm Connie Teeson. This episode brought to you by Simple Booth. Engage your audience with Simple Booth's unique photo booths and selfie stations. Learn more at MomentumMediaNetworks.com. Flow 93.5 emerged on Toronto's radio landscape in 2001 after a hard-fought 11-year battle to get a broadcast license for Canada's first urban station. While there have been a few format tweaks over the years and a rebrand three years ago as The Move, 93.5 has continued to be a platform for emerging urban and hip-hop talent. On this episode of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast... Flow Program Director Josie Fennick on the station returning to its roots and its original brand. Let's start by talking a little bit about Flow 93.5's history. This is a station with a legacy as Canada's first urban contemporary station. Before this, there weren't a lot of outlets for Canadian hip-hop musicians. That's right. Absolutely. Um, that's true. The station actually launched on February 9th, 2001. Uh, so, you know, the fact that we chose a date so close to that anniversary was certainly not by mistake. Um, and we know that that flow initially was birthed because of a need and a desire to have an urban slash hip-hop radio station in this city. In fact, we have people who work for us in this building right now who signed that initial petition to get Flow 93.5 on the air here in Toronto. So you've described the Flow fan base as cult-like. Can mm-hmm. you talk about uh, Flow's mm-hmm. fans and how strongly they feel mm-hmm. about the station? So when the station launched, um, like you already said, Connie, there was nothing like it in the city. And even today, so many years later, you know, in 2019, there is nothing like it in this city. Um, And I feel that radio has a responsibility to mirror or reflect its audience. And the fact that Toronto was without a hip-hop station for so long says that we weren't doing our job. You know, as far as the radio landscape in this city goes, there wasn't a station that was a mirror image of a lot of the people who live in this city. As I understand it, the 2016 rebrand was an effort to attract a younger audience. Was the move able to attract those younger listeners moving to more uh, pop and dance? Uh, it did, uh, for a time, attract some, some, younger, some younger audiences, uh, certainly some different ones. Um, but over time, and I'll be completely transparent with you, Over time, what we realized is that the strongest thing we had going for us was the brand flow. And when we decided to go back to being a hip-hop radio station in November of 2017, um, we made an error in not not calling it flow at that time. Um, The truth is that flow is synonymous with hip-hop. It just is. And if you're playing hip-hop on 93.5, it's got to be called flow. (laughs) I mean, over the last, you know, it was our previous name for just about three years. On February 26th, it would have been three years. And we still have fans, artists, 
you know, people in the industry calling us flow uh, after nearly three years with a different name. And, you know, you have to look at what you're doing and you have to listen to your audience and say, okay, you know what? They know what they want. They're in charge. Let's give them what they want. So with the change back to the flow, will there be any on-air changes and any playlist tweaks? We've we've done that already. Yeah, we've already made um, you know some on-air changes and tweaks to our playlist. Um, I think that perhaps a lot of people didn't notice uh, because it was all done under our previous name. Uh, and now anybody who's tuning in who hasn't tuned in in a while is going to hear uh, a station that is more familiar to them, a station that they love as hip hop fans. So what we've got, what we have on the air right now is is what has been playing um, on 93.5 for a while, but I think that people were just confused. Flo has been credited with helping launch a lot of careers over the years. Are you going to continue with station initiatives like last year you did uh, the Made in Toronto Takeover? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're so excited about that. So last year was the first annual, uh, and we celebrated Toronto's birthday, March 6th, by doing uh, or launching the Made in Toronto Takeover which was a full day of uh, programming nothing but Toronto artists from 6 a.m. to midnight. And, uh, you know, the people behind the scenes here, um, Mastermind, Ricochet, John Downey, uh, you know, they were instrumental in making that day happen. And so we're very excited to actually be bringing that back. We're going to be doing that again this coming March 6th on Toronto's birthday. Uh, and actually that whole concept turned into regular programming. So now every Sunday through Thursday, 11 to midnight, we air uh, an hour of the Made in Toronto takeover where it's nothing but local artists. And the station, in fact, earned Ontario Association of Broadcasters Award for Made in Toronto. Yeah, we did. We did, which I thought was so well-deserving because, I mean, I've been in the radio game for quite a few years and I've never seen a radio station do what this one did in regards to supporting local talent and now on an ongoing basis, right? With the, with the daily programming that we've got as well. So yeah, so we're very, very, very proud of that one. And I mean, truthfully, you know, Toronto is, it sits at the epicenter of hip hop culture right now. I mean, you've got people in New York and LA looking to us for the next big thing. So we're very much on the map. And we got a lot of eyes on us. I, I thought it was interesting when your staff, when they accepted the award, they said, you know, there's still nothing for musicians like hearing your song mm-hmm. on the radio for the first time. Mm, absolutely. And you know what? Oh, yeah, it's so fun because we get all of these, all of these artists um, sharing video with us, capturing that moment where they hear their song on the radio for the first time. And it's blissful. It is pure joy if you're ever having a bad day, Connie. You gotta look at some of this stuff that that we repost. There's this one in particular where there's this guy, and he's driving around in his car. He's in the passenger seat, and he's got his window down, and he's listening to flow, and he's hearing his song on the Made in Toronto takeover, and he's yelling out the car window, "Mom, I made it! Mom, listen, I'm up!" Um, just so excitement, just, just that, yeah, that pure joy, you know, of, of an artist who puts everything into their music and it's validation for them, right? It's a very exciting program. Does that surprise you in the era of streaming and YouTube 
and Spotify that people, uh, particularly talent, is still Mm -hmm. so enthralled with the idea of getting radio airplay. Uh, To me, it doesn't because there is radio still makes and breaks artists. Um, I mean, I know that there have been people at, you know, streaming companies who have been listening to our Made in Toronto takeover because they see that all of a sudden an artist we've featured is getting all of these streams. Um, you know, the artists that we feature on this radio station are, you know, if you, if you look at what's trending on Shazam, you'll see artists that are exclusively played on Flow 93.5. Um, the power of radio is very real, and, and there's also a real magic to it. You know, because it's not about about necessarily songs that that are people are handpicking. You're trusting us to curate your soundtrack for you, and in doing that, you know, we're probably bringing some some new music and new artists to the table. And and so I think that that is that's really exciting. And I think that there's still you know very much a I made it feeling when somebody gets their song on the radio for the first time, especially when it's in their hometown, right? How do you maintain that sort of trendsetter status in this multi-platform audio universe as, as a terrestrial radio station? <laughs> uh, I mean, we're always discussing it. We're, you know, we, we put ourselves up on a hoist frequently um, and say, okay, how are we doing? How is this? You know, how are we from this angle? Can we do this better? Is this passe now? Should we be doing something new? You know, scrap this, move on to the next thing. Um, we're always tinkering and tweaking and, and considering, you know, what our audience needs, what our competitors are doing, you know, how we can super serve our audience. And so I think that's really, that's the secret is, you know, to never take anything for granted. And to always ask yourself how you can be doing better and how you can be serving your audience better. Because ultimately, that's what it is, right? We're here to serve our audience. So that's our main priority. Obviously, the rebrand is only a few hours old. But what was the reaction this morning when you signed on as Flo? It's pretty awesome. (laughs) It's pretty awesome. We've definitely had a lot of positive, positive feedback from people. People just saying, yes, finally, thank you. You've never stopped being slow to me or (laughs) I'm so happy you're back. Like this is the station that means something to me. This is the station I grew up with. People are so personal about it. Yeah. So it's been, it's been really, really wonderful. And we hope to keep that feeling going for a while. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Broadcast Dialogue. For more information about the podcast or to receive exclusive access to our weekly briefing about the Canadian media industry, visit us at broadcastdialogue.com. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, connect with us on LinkedIn, and follow us on Twitter and SoundCloud. I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast, but we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better, check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com. And listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com.